Hello everybody and welcome to This Game Where with me, Ashley, and... Me, Chris. Ho, ho, ho. Happy Christmas, everyone. It's Christmas Day. Well, the, the plan is this goes out Christmas Day. Yeah, it's probably a fatal mistake. Yeah. Should we just say that it's it's the festive period and then that covers our back? How do you mean? Well, if this doesn't go out Christmas Day, then oh, we're no, okay. No, no, I don't mean... It's definitely coming out on Christmas Day. Oh. That's why I said it's Christmas Day. Because it is, when people are able to listen to this for the first time, Christmas Day. There is a fatal mistake, I think, because who the hell's going to be downloading our podcast on Christmas Day? Who, the, who on earth listens to podcasts on Christmas Day? I don't know. Daddy, can I, have, can I have some turkey? No, I'm listening to the Adam and Joe Christmas episode. Shush! I mean, fair enough. Yeah, that would be my... Uh... That would be my go-to Christmas Day release. And we, we're putting ourselves up... At, maybe maybe it'll actually do us some favours, because maybe there's just two episodes to, uh, of two of any podcast that come out on Christmas Day, and it's us and Adam and Joe. Yeah. We did a good. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, either way, it's Christmas. Hooray! I oh, guess oh, we'll oh. find out. Like, if we have 22 listens instead of 20 listens, then... Well, it'd suit the year, wouldn't it? We're on. Yeah. I would be happy with that. That would be all right. Right, we're doing something different this year. Yeah. Do you want to explain to everyone? Because I'm still not completely sure what's going on. Oh. So normally, well, I say normally, last few, last two years or three years, I don't know three. how many Christmases we've had. Three. So I'd be, I'd be interested in knowing what the themes were, because the last three years then, we've had themed episodes around things like snow levels. Snow, and Christmas, and just Christmas. Santa. So snow, Christmas, and Santa. I think it got so. to year four, got to Christmas four, and uh, uh, and we both went. Well, now what's the theme? Uh, and yeah, I I don't think there are more than three uh, Christmas related themes that you can go for in um, in in games. It's along. So, it's the original Christmas trinity alongside the wise men and the shepherds, isn't it? The three themes yeah, of Christmas. Maybe we could have gone for like icicles, but I already oh. felt like the th- the format was being stretched. Um, so I mulled it Best over and Christmas came up with the idea of in a game that we would gift to somebody else. This is a this is a forever format. This can last forever. Hooray! Yeah, it's a game. So what we've got to choose, what we hope, what you hopefully have chosen, is a game that you would like to give to Chris, to somebody for Christmas. And when I say somebody, it can be anybody. It could be me. It could be you. You know, you, your partner, or it could be I don't know a gr- a group, a nondescript group of people that you've arbitrarily defined in could order it be ev- to everybody. It could be everybody. everybody. But okay. if you remember uh, earlier in, in the podcast, we used to end each episode with "Who's this game for?" Then, and far too often we'd go, "Well, I just think, I just think it's for everybody." This is this goes for everybody, and so we stopped doing that as well because we kept we kept saying everybody. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you can say everybody if you like as a Christmas gift from me to you, but uh, yeah, it, it will only bring up bad memories no, for me. I, I wanted to clarify. I I expected me to buy it for everyone. That's what I meant. So I'm just I want to make it really clear on the top that I am not buying this for anyone at all. I'm recommending it, but you have to buy it yourselves. It's a game that you would like to gift to people. You don't okay. have you don't have any obligations under the Phew. terms okay. of the contract. Good. Good. So good. yeah, don't worry about that. So on that note, have you have you decided on a game that you might want to give to people or a person or? Yeah, I have, but I haven't done any prep though. 
I'm just going to wing it. Great. That's that's great. Cool. Great. Okay. Cool. Great. Happy Christmas. Yay. So I'm going to go first. What's the game? I well think so. Do you want me to go first so you can see no, what? No, it's okay. You see, so you can see how it should be done, and then no, it's fine. If I go first, it softens the blow, doesn't it? If you went first, then in, in all seriousness, like off mic, do you want me to go first yeah, no, in order to <coughs> like have an idea of how we might attack yeah. this? No, no that's okay. fine. Okay, cool. Right. Well, the game that I'm recommending for everyone as a present, a game that I think would make a lovely present for other people, a game that hasn't come out this year, but it's a game that we've covered recently. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we covered Link's Is Awakening. It solitaire, Christopher. It's not, it's yes. not solitaire, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that to you. All listeners. I, I've had a very minor, potentially potential change of heart, like Visited Uh-oh. by the ghosts of card games past, present, <laughs> and future last night. Um, in so much as uh, I was, you sent me a thing about Minesweeper the other day. It's Minesweeper and Slayer popping up in uh, something Xboxy. Minesweeper, you said it was my, wasn't it? Minesweeper and Tetris had been mixed together or something, or have I seen that separately from that? You've seen that separate. It was some Xbox product that's got Minesweeper and and um, Solitaire in them. In, has been released as something, something. I mean, this okay. is a great story. Brilliant, cool. Well, you sent me that, and I, seeing them both next to each other, sort of went. Actually, I really like Minesweeper. Minesweeper uh, is very definitely a game. Yeah, and you are kind of working your way through an algorithm. Okay, and therefore maybe I might soften my position on Solitaire. Okay, well that's a that's a Christmas miracle if ever I heard one. How so? Oh, because you've you've softened, mellowed. I'm nothing if not malleable. <laughs> well, it's it's not solitaire, um, but it is a game we've covered recently that made me want to continue playing solitaire. Spyro. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, this is interesting because there was a microsecond where I contemplated suggesting Spyros. <laughs> so that would have been interesting. Oh, that would have been interesting. Well, so let's just finish the Link's Awakening Jack that I started then. So. During our Link's Awakening episode a couple of weeks ago, we were talking towards the end. I was saying about how the the remake that came out to Switch a few years ago didn't scratch the same itch for me. And then you uh, railed about how the while the remake isn't maybe so good or so great shakes, it still means there's an opportunity for people to play it. And in mm. a, a culture, a, a gaming uh, as a hobby, where those things aren't, readily available for every single game ever it made me think actually yeah i think you're right that the fact that even it's there even it's not great it's still fantastic it's there i've then obviously we then did spyro a few weeks ago and spyro really ignited a flame in me and i wanted to go back and continue the uh, original game i think i said during the episode that i got the really trilogy but i i've completed the second one to 100 the third one i'm about um three quarters of the way through and I'd not touched the first one at all because I didn't yeah. have as fond memories with it. So I've gone back and I'm replaying through the, the first game of the Reignited Trilogy and it is really good. Like I know mm. the whole episode we said how good the original game is. The Reignited Trilogy, the, the version of Spyro in that and indeed Spyro 2 and Spyro 3, they're all just really, really good games. Really amazing. A, a couple of niggles that, because I've been playing them a lot, that we didn't quite get to during our coverage of the game itself. Uh, the flying levels are terrible. 
I don't know if that they're as terrible in the original, but they're certainly not particularly great in the Reignited trilogy. I and didn't also, have that experience with the flying level. Certainly not in the Reignited trilogy. It's a really? while since I played them in the original. But yeah, I didn't feel like they were particularly bad. I, I felt just, like I, they were okay. I find them very difficult. And also, this might be a Switch thing. When you fail and you have to retry, you have to sit through... A, a good screen. 20, 30 second loading screen each time. And when you're trying to go through this thing again and again and again to try and perfect it, that does make it very tedious. And it's got to the point now in Sparrow 1 where I'm going through the whole game. I'm just ignoring the flying levels. I'm not going to touch them because they sully it for me so much. I vaguely remember loading screens being a minor nitpick that people were bringing up in reviews and right across the internet when the Ignited Trilogy uh, was released. So maybe... Yeah, that might be an issue across mm-hmm. the board, but maybe exacerbated on the on the Switch. Yeah. And also that the first game, there's a, a reliance, especially towards the end of the game, on gimmicky type stuff like the supercharge. There's a lot of levels revolving around the supercharge, and I'm finding them quite frustrating and not particularly fun either. So okay. while our episode was really glowing, that's because I think maybe because we were focused so much on the first bit of the game. Now... That all sounds like such a negative, and it's not. I mean, these, these things are just say, like quibbles. Uh, are you giving this to like your worst enemy? Is that no, what you're intending? No, no, be- because it, it, I'm just I'm just saying that now that I played more of the game, I feel like able to give like more of a, a broader picture that, yeah. than we we usually do. Okay, um, but those nitpicks aside, the rest of it is just it's just great. It's it's quality, and and as we said in the episode, the the levels are just so tight. You know, that you can get through these levels in in any of the three. You're looking at sort of 15 minutes tops per level to 100 percent it really, which I I really like that quick in out gameplay. Um, yeah, it's just I, I've been really really enjoying it, so I'd recommend that to anyone. Um, I've had a, a look on on Tinternet and the Sparrow Reignited trilogy for any console uh, are very reasonably priced. I'm looking now on um, like an Eba for example. You've got there's a Steam download key for 13 pounds 50. You've got for the Xbox One, PlayStation. You're looking between 15 20 pounds. It's 20 pounds on Switch. Um, mm. So any of those prices, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a bargain. Yeah. It was given away, uh, well, given away. It was given out as part of a Humble Bundle at some point as well. So that's worth keeping your eyes right. open for. I can't remember which one. It might have been one of the you know, the big charity ones where, mm-hmm. where there was a getting on for 100 games. For like seven or something was, ludicrous. It was probably the stand with Ukraine. Bundle, yeah, actually. I, was thinking I think that. it might have been in that, which would make it earlier this year. Yeah, which I I mean we'll be talk I'll probably be mentioning this in our end of year roundup. But this year I was I spent most of today thinking about games that came out this year mm-hmm. in preparation for our end of year roundup, and I realised that Pokemon Legends Arceus was the beginning of this year. It, it's just made the whole year feel extremely extremely long. Re- well, think, realizing that, yeah, thinking that that was in January and yeah. Yeah, it's been a it's been an elongated year once again. Slump. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. No, we get more life, but it's not been particularly pleasurable <laughs> life. So um, yeah, I miserable. What yeah, me so- or life? Oh, the whole the whole shebang. Yeah. So just to be clear, then you're trying to gift this or recommend this. Give give this as a gift to. The world is that what you're saying? You you recommend anyone to play this game? Like those Coke adverts from the mid eighties? Yeah, like to give the world a hug or whatever it was. Yeah, hands across America. 
I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds like a cult. It was a, a thing. It was part of the advertising. It was maybe New Coke, where they got people from the East Coast of America across the West Coast, and they formed a chain across the whole entirety of the North America continent. Oh, so it was a cult. <laughs> I mean, yes. Right. Cool. Um, a Coke cult. A co- cult of cola. Cult of Coke. Cult of cola. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's good. So you're giving it to everybody, or you would like to give it to everybody, and you're you're wanting to give it to everybody because it is... It's real good. A, an old game re- brought to life in a new way, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we've covered this year, especially in the last few months, we've covered quite a few games that I've been able to look back and say those, those are genuinely good, like Abe's Odyssey. Um, we've covered this year... Hold on, pause, let me think. Abe's Odyssey, Link's Awakening, I've already mentioned, we did a couple of weeks ago, and it's been really nice to look back at some of the games we've done this year anyway and think, you know, that those are really good. But Sparrow, just for me, just there's, there's something about it. I think it's just how good those memories I've got with it, how strongly we both reacted to the game when we played mm. it a couple of months ago. It's just, it's it's brilliant. And also it's, it's the price point as well. It, it's a very, very reasonably priced package for what it is. It really is very good. It really is, Spyro in particular. I think we could extrapolate out from this because the point that you made at the beginning, building on what I was saying about Link's Awakening, is that actually the idea that we poo-poo by default a remake or a remaster of of older games is maybe mis... um, What is it? um, Misguided? Misguided, absolutely. I can totally get on board with that. I think that the more access we give to people of the history of mm. of the games where however we are able to do that then the better yeah and it's easy to be cynical about the motivations behind remakes and maybe they are wholly cynical but actually what the outcome is what the result is is that games are given an, another chance to shine in a new way for a new group and new generation of of people and also big big business trying to make money is hardly a, a headline is it no not really that's just part and parcel of the situation that yeah. we exist in the time that we exist in and you you have to take that as what it is and enjoy mm-hmm. things regardless cool Have yeah, you got so anything else so that's that's my recommendation then spyro really? that's that's my my gift to the world so or we didn't say the twice, did we? A gift of the game. That's what I came gift, up with. Gift of the game. Gift of yeah. a game. Uh, working title. <laughs> mm, <laughs> definite <friends>. title. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to realise. Uh, glad that I finally realised that this is a monarchy and not a, dem- a democracy. Too right. Great. Uh, my game that I would like to gift to people, and I would, as you've said, uh, recommend it for pretty much everybody. But I've I've kind of narrowed in a little bit for mine as well. So the game's called A Good Snowman is Hard to Build. Right. Have you heard this? Have no. you heard the game? No. So it was made by a group called Drac Neck and Friends. It's an indie game, uh, indie puzzle game, released in 2015. I'm just Googling it. It's an adorable puzzle game about being a monster and making snowmen. And that sounds great. Thanks. You've just stolen my next oh. bit. Cool. That's all right. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're we're fine. So who's it for? It's for anyone, really, 
that's had a stressful lead up to Christmas in particular and anyone that might be feeling the weight of the world in any way on their shoulders and if or if you need a little break with zero pressure because it's it's a very as you've said adorable puzzle game that stars a little monster who builds snow people the puzzles aren't too difficult they involve three balls of different sizes of snow three balls of snow of different sizes and sometimes they start off at the same size but you've got to make them the right sizes to be able to make one of those one of the traditionally shaped snowmen that's got the a, a big a, mi- a middle and a small ball yeah the classic it takes place in like a little garden that's just been covered in snow you've got snow laying on the ground and then you've got these balls of snow laying uh, about the area if you roll the ball of snow through the through the snow on the ground then if it's a small ball, it will become a medium ball. If it's a medium ball, it will become a big ball. If it's a big ball, it stays as a big ball. And using those using those parameters, you've got to figure out how to push the balls around the area so that they become a large, a medium, and a small in the same place so right. that they're, they're all stacked up on top of each other in one spot. I want to really emphasize it's not hard at all. It, it's really straight forward puzzling which has a bit of challenge to it but is a challenge that is mostly going to be easily overcome by most people of most ages it sounds like one of those games like block pushing or crates isn't it, it but instead of, of instead of crates or blocks it's snow yes yeah it looks really nice it look, it look, the graphics remind me a lot of um sasquatch um is that on the one Apple that's like gta yeah the for, gta for children yeah I've not played Sasquatch, but it's one that I would be interested in having a look at. But yeah, it's a very friendly um, art style, and that's one of the reasons that I'd like to suggest it. Now, I've I've honed in on a particular group of people, and it's people that have had a hectic lead up to Christmas. This is a this is about two hours long. It doesn't cost very much either. At the moment, I think you can get it on Epic Game Store for two pound forty. Okay, um, and you've got about two hours worth of puzzles. So it seems like the perfect thing when you roll in from the last day at work, if you've got this pre-installed on Steam or Epic or Switch or whatever, um, to sit down, to empty your mind, to spend two hours going start to finish, rolling some balls of snow through a garden and de-stressing, decompressing. Yeah. Now... A thing that I haven't said, which I I think was it sort of sealed the deal for me on the on a good snowman is hard to build, is that every time you build a snowman, each snowman has a different name. Brilliant. Each snowman has a different outfit. Cracking. And then every time you finish building each of those snowmen or snow people, you can give them a big hug. Oh. A big warm hug. So you're a little monster building snowmen so that you can have a cuddle. He just wants love. I mean, that's a, exactly. a Christmas message right there. Well, kind of, I guess. For a game built around snow and building with snow, it's a very warm game, and it left me feeling very warm having played Aww. it. Do the so, snowmen have a, a party? Uh, do like, they? All together? Well, the, the snowmen in the game, do they have a, a party all together at the end? I have no idea. Are you... Oh. What? I don't understand what you're getting at. Well, just, you know, he's making these snowmen, and he gives them a hug at the... I don't know. Gen- like, is genuinely, there... I get the impression that this monster is a lonely monster because he's a monster, and he is trying to create companions 
so that he doesn't feel so lonely. Now, I don't know whether that bums everybody out that I've just tried to suggest will be warmed by the game. But for me, it was quite touching. That's a, yeah, it's a really nice bittersweet message. Well, not message, that's the wrong word, but like a subtext. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I got from it. It was yeah. it was um, bittersweet and sort of melancholy tinged, but equally touching and heartwarming. The game is available, as I've sort of intimated, across multiple platforms. It is available on H.io, which is um, an indie platform. Um, where you can support indies directly. Uh, it's available on the on the biggies like Steam and Epic Games Store and various other um, platforms. It's also available on consoles. I'm, I didn't actually check which ones, but I will tell you for sure it's available in a very special edition on the Switch. Okay. Because this... So I said that it's a, it was made by Drakneck and Friends. I am 8-bit, then took a different game made by Drakneck and Friends earlier this year bundled it with three of their previous games and released it as a physical edition. Mm-hmm. But because it's IM8 bit, um you get a little bit more for your outlay. The um, final statue and all that jazz. Yes and no. So the package is called A Monster's Expedition and the game A Monster's Expedition is part of the package. Right. Uh, when but, I was looking at the pictures a minute ago, I was trying oh, to remember the game. I was, there's another game that looks similar to and it's A Monster's Expedition and that would be wise. It's the same monster. It's the same monster, yeah. Right. I played A Monster's Expedition on um, Apple Arcade. Oh, brilliant. Uh, okay. It was on that. Um, yeah, it was, it was all right. Great. I'm glad to have such a, a ringing endorsement. Uh, a Monster's Expedition is... Part of one of four games on this package that you get for uh, the Switch through IM8 Bit. Also, and on this monster. No, right, not all of them. The other ones on there are Cosmic Express, Soko Bond. I think I'm saying that right, but it could be Soko Bond, spelled S O K O B O N D, and a good man, a, a good snowman is hard to build. So it's a it's a package of four games, four puzzle games, all made by Drakneck. And right. friends. The package though comes with a double LP, a double <laughs> LP of vinyl. Right. Exactly. Uh that has the soundtracks for all the games on. Nice. And a big uh big poster that has the map for a monster's expedition on. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's that's a pretty prestige package for a group of four games yeah well i a reasonably small indie i'm a bit are really good at doing those kind of like special editions and re-releasing games in this yep. past style. i was actually talking to a friend yesterday about return to monkey island and he mm. hasn't bought return to monkey island yet despite being a massive monkey island fan because he's waiting for a, a physical edition and mm. uh if i felt that sent to him it's friends friends too mate but uh he's really holding out for a <laughs> A physical edition oh, of the I game. Think, I absolutely think that will happen, and I think I know who you're talking about. And it doesn't surprise me uh, one bit that he is waiting. And I'm sure when it actually comes, it will be a Lavish. tremendous, yeah, a tremendous affair. It will almost certainly be in a big PC uh, yeah, box, yeah, big fat box. So uh, the last thing that I wanted to mention is about the game, but it's also it, well, it's not really about the game. It's about Drakneck and friends one of the things that warms warms me towards the studio is that even though they aren't a like a major player in in sort of triple a terms or whatever they are still doing their damnedest to bring new people into the industry and to support people that haven't had the opportunities and chances 
um, and successes that they have had. Mm-hmm. They're literally putting their money where their mouth is because this year they announced a nearly £100,000 grant that was to be divided between multiple small puzzle game makers. And the grant was called Dracknack New Voices, which the, the whole thing was directed at people whose voices aren't always heard or are absent from the conversation in the industry. So there was a whole list of different eligibility criteria that you mm-hmm. could um, enter under. And it was it was a hundred thousand pounds. And given that you know Drakneck's not a not not exactly a household name, I thought that that was immensely generous and yeah. amazing. It's very commendable of them. Absolutely, and they have through that supported a number of small indie developers in making games that they wouldn't necessarily have been able to make. Perfect. Yeah. What what more can I say? I mean, that's 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 wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Well done them. And therefore. I mean, it makes me feel like chucking yeah, some money their way. Them. Exactly. Maybe is a good thing. You get mm. a game out of it and Dracnet get the opportunity to do something good again with the money that they Yeah, bring cool. That's a genuinely really good recommendation. And I'll certainly look into that because it sounds great. And uh, I, I love those sort of simple puzzle games where it's just mm. pushing things around. I find them, as you said, I find them really relaxing. Mm. Um, and I, I love the the snowman theme thing for that as well. It sounds sounds lovely. I would also uh, add, I guess, uh, so Soko Bond or Soko Bond is the other end of the spectrum. It's made by the same people. It's pushing things around, but the things that you're pushing around are atoms of different, <laughs> oh, right. of different elements. And you can you, your aim is to join the atoms together in various different combinations to make chemicals. And the game, I'm not very far into it, but I already am stuck on at least two of the levels. So uh, if you want to ramp back up for the end of the holidays so that you can get your stress <laughs> levels to, to just the right place before you go back to work, yeah, Soko Bond would be the thing to to cap the Christmas holidays off with. Sounds like, like Ant-Man the game, pushing like molecules around to create things. Yeah, it's more like... Very creative. Uh, it's more like Denki Blocks, but with uh, with well, a bit of chemistry involved. Consider my interest, Pete. God, Denki mm. Blocks. Mm. Cool. Cool. Well, that was a really good recommendation. Genuinely amazing. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Back at you. And that's that. That's our Gift yeah. to the Game episode. If you've got money burning holes in your pockets after this morning, opening your presents and all that, then buy one of these games, I guess. Maybe buy both. Treat yourself. Yeah. 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 Treat yourself. You deserve it. Well, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the Christmas day. That sentence could have been better. And the rest of the Christmas period. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. That also could have been better. Yep. We Take will a back. breath. <gasps> and we will be back next week on New Year's Day with our uh, roundup of 2022. Yeah. Oof. Roundup of 2022. I've spent, I think I said, I spent most of today thinking about the games that I'm going to talk about in that one. So ruminating. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about it. Good. Me too. Cool. Have a Christmas, everyone. See you next week. Yeah. Bye. Ho ho. Bye.